My name is Audrey Diaz-Robles, and I want to welcome you back to the Dream Lab Series podcast, where we take you into the mindset of high achievers. And I'm Sabrina Castillo, and I'm excited for you to be here because today we have a very special guest who's going to take us through her journey and how she got to live a life that she loves. She is the founder of CFO, Your CFO on the Go. Welcome, Maciel Medina. Thank you for being here with us. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Audrey. It's Hi. great being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, it's always it's always fun to be able to have these conversations with people that we've gotten to know. And as we've been able to, as I've been able to get you to know your journey, uh, I we thought it would be like a great opportunity to share with people what it really takes to live a life that you love and um, how did you get there and that Honestly, there's no perfect linear map or journey or rules that you have to follow. You just have to follow what you want. So tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your company, and then we'll dig a little deeper. Okay. Um, Maciel Medina, and I am the founder of Your CFO on the Go, which is basically a financial company, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more later. I am a mother of three, two boys and a daughter, all adults. My youngest is 18. And um, I pretty much work from home. I'm a sister, I'm a daughter and have a big family, which I am very family oriented and always around them. Now, Maciel, when you and I first connected, I remember we met up over breakfast to talk about our personal development journeys. And I got to know more about you. And we, we hear this as women a lot, that life begins at 40. And I feel like your life literally did change and evolve, transform, blossom at 40. Can you tell us about that? Tell us what your life was like before and after this milestone age. Okay. Um, well, I was married for 20 years, um, at 18, very young, had my kids very young. Uh, like I said, they're all adults and my partner and I built a business supermarket industry. I was the backbone to the finance and he was the front end. And it came a point where not that I wasn't, I was happy with my family, but internally I felt that my spouse and I at the moment didn't have the same values anymore. We had grown out of each other. Um, so I was getting to a point that I just needed more and I needed to kind of step out of that. It took a long time for me to actually admit it to myself. Okay. We're not on the same page anymore where what we grew and what we did for each other was amazing, but I needed to go to the next step. And it was the year I turned 40 that I actually made that decision. And um, it was hard, very challenging in the beginning, not knowing which path to take. I stayed in the business with him for about almost two years, a year and a half before I actually launched on my own. And I was not working for a bit. I was actually trying to figure myself out. I didn't have a degree. I didn't finish college because I ended up working in the family business. And I just felt that where am I going? What am I going to do? Who's going to trust me? So I needed to find myself and kind, kind of like believe in me where I was having that trouble where I didn't go to school and I didn't finish. 
So long story short, I started to uh, work on my self-development. And it was one day that I actually clicked where I met someone. And this guy had the most amazing energy that you can ever think of. Very positive person. And I looked at him and I said, I want that. I want to feel good inside. Not only look good on the outside, but I wanted to feel good inside, believe in myself and believe that I can do it. Like I had everything in me to be able to do that. And that's when my journey kind of started where I, for a year and a half, I really just worked on self-development, like really pushing myself. When you have like that fire, I did Tony Robbins, I did Landmark, I did Alison Armstrong. I did like a whole bunch of things just to kind of find my place. And in the meanwhile, I was, I started to freelance and work with um, supermarket owners who actually reached out to me. I wouldn't, I didn't know what I was going to do. They, they actually reached out to me and they knew what I did with my ex at the time. So they wanted my help. Oh, you're not working. Can you come and help us out? And that's how it actually started. In the beginning, I was a little scared. Oh my God, am I really going to be able to help them? Am I going to be able to teach them? And um, it just flowed for me very easily. Now, after what, six years that I've been doing it, is I finally got like the courage to like, just go out there and put myself out there. But it took a long journey to get there, a journey of getting vulnerable and allowing myself to feel. And when I say feel, it's more like sometimes, I mean, we're Latinas and we know in general, I come from a family of very strong women. My grandmother, my mother, my, I don't, I think the only time I ever saw my grandmother cry was when my grandfather passed away. Never heard her say, I'm hurting, I'm anything. It was just like, you just keep on going. You have to just keep on going and do what has to be done. And I never was able to be vulnerable and to show what I was feeling. And I went through that journey. I think that was the first step for me to allow myself to be vulnerable and then allow myself to feel and to kind of figure out what what should I do? And I just kind of like went with the flow with a lot of it, but it was very challenging in the beginning to be able to tell my story. Like you would have met me six, seven years ago. Sabrina, I know that you're meeting me now. It wouldn't have been so forthcoming of me talking about my journey and where I've been because it allowing myself to feel that like now I'm in a good place, but before I couldn't even talk about it. You, I mean, you said so many things, but it's all really great. Um, What was the, what was the scariest part of recognizing that you had to make these pivotal changes, right? Like what was it, what was that scary moment like? And how did personal development and, and what does that even mean, right? And the reason why I ask is because often, as you know, Andre and I are have a coaching community and we're trying to coach women and people who aren't have ever gone through what self-development is or personal development is, it's so un, it's like the unknown for them, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you're faced with this scary moment where like you said you it's scary to admit it to yourself first yes um what was what were those feelings like and and what was that process like for you it was a lot of fear 
to begin with, a lot of fear of the unknown, of what was going to be the outcome, um, the pain that I was going to go through to be able to have that growth and to get to that place. Um, and you realize within that journey where you're feeling that fear and you start actually allowing yourself to feel it, it's scary. But you have to, like for me, I said, okay, if I'm going to get to the next place, if I'm going to grow out of this, I need to allow myself to feel it. So a lot of fear, a lot of pain and doubts and not knowing also what others thought of me at the time. Like right now, it's like, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, I am who I am and I I love who I am right now. So, and I am very um, comfortable in my own skin, but at that time I wasn't. So it was very challenging for me to, oh my God, what are people going to think? And what am I doing? Especially when I decided to get separated, that for me, it's, it was like, did I fail in my marriage? Um, did I fail my family, my kids? So all of those like thoughts, fears, and just, it was overwhelming but I knew that I had to go through it to move on and heal because you will not, like I, I realized it then I won't heal unless I allow myself to go through those motions. Before we got on the call, I saw a quote that said, you have to create a life that feels good on the inside as, as much as it looks good on the outside. And I said to you that I think that you are the definition of that because the life that you created with your ex was that it was beautiful and three beautiful children. So how did it feel like, because, you know, we have a lot of women on this that listen to this podcast that might be facing a decision in their lives in which they probably feel like, well, I've you know done this for this long. It's too late for me to change now. I should just keep going. And that fear of just no matter what age they are to just turn the page or close that whole book and just start writing a whole other book. You know, what did you have to do? What what was the mental process in your mind for just shutting off what other people thought about you, even your own children? Because I'm sure that was a huge part of your decision making. What did you do internally to get yourself ready to make such a big change with your life? I think for me, it was more like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I I told myself, I want to feel whole. I want to feel grounded. I want to feel good. And I felt empty. And I didn't want to feel like that anymore. I wanted more fulfillment. You know, not that I didn't have it, but it was in a different way. I I, I wanted more in when you kind of like lose, not lose yourself, but the values are not the same or not aligned with your partner. It's just like, you feel empty. You feel like this is not what I want. So I didn't want to feel that way. For me, I wanted to feel good just the same way. I mean, I remember when we got separated, it was a surprise to everyone. Cause like I said, I didn't share, I wasn't vulnerable. And someone came up to me and said, wow, you were our idol couple. Like, how could this be happening? And I went through all of that in my mind, like, okay, I'm breaking this up, but I don't, I don't want to feel that. 
I want to feel good inside. I want to feel fulfilled. And I knew that at that point, if I felt empty, I needed to move on. It was it was a process, but. And I think, you know, what you shared is something that I think all of us go through different things in our lives. And at the moment, you know, in the fog of not just like the fear and the doubt and what people are thinking, but like you said, even the thoughts of like, what are you going to do and and how and who's going to trust you, right? Like it all starts inside. Mm -hmm. You have to trust yourself before anybody else will trust you. You have to love yourself before anybody else will love you. And I know, like you said, in the Latina culture, vulnerability is not um, something that we're taught as like a, as a quality, you know, yeah, it's not a quality that people are like, you know, be, be vulnerable, you know, it's more of keep it to yourself and present a certain thing. So as you, so it's been six years, right? People, have to realize that when you go through things, it's never an overnight process. Mm-hmm. So people who are just meeting you, they're just like, oh, you did this. So you started with this personal development. You started to learn how to trust yourself. And how did you start to come into yourself? I think the process was literally one day at a time. There was not, there was aha moments for sure, where I started to embody what I wanted to feel. And when I say that, it's just feel good, feel comfortable with myself and not be ashamed or embarrassed. Um, A lot of my self-doubt was, like, again, as Latinas, there's certain doubts that are put into your mind when you're growing up. And it's not that they're doing it in, in any, you know, meanful or wrong way. It's just what they were taught. And then you see this and you're like, okay, but I want better and I want more. So when I got to actually embody that, I can't even tell you exactly when, but I remember going through, um, a program and an event where I did a, uh, it was like a dance class, let's say that, right? So I did like a body movement. I don't know if you've ever heard of S Factor. And it was learning how to feel at the same time as you're moving your body. And as Latinas, we dance, right? And we have a good time and we move around. And I remember specifically, oh, I can do this, this is fine. And I literally had the biggest breakthrough of my life. And in, in, we were doing like a performance and I like stood, froze, and I couldn't move. And then I started to just cry. And I realized how much I was holding back in my body, how much pain and um, just in general, like everything that you kind of just hold it in. And you don't realize how stiff your body becomes. And I think that was in the moment where it was just like, wow. And after that, like, I just kind of like, I felt like people used to tell me, wow, you're glowing. You're glowing. I think I just started to let that out in, in a way that I was just okay with letting it out. Again, I was in a safe environment. When you go to these events and these places, um, you go to a safe place where you allow yourself to feel that. 
and you allow yourself to get to that place. And then after that, it was just a little bit more easier to to go through the motions. I hope that, that reminds that reminds me of what Tony Robbins talks about. And, you know, we have this polarity that exists between us and we have masculine energy and feminine energy. And sometimes as, as women, especially Latinas who do so much and take care of so many people, we spend so much time in our masculine energy. Yes. But that sounds like an experiment in which you just played with your feminine energy and just let her loose. And what is that quote, Maciel, that you love, that you live by? Oh God, every time I'm going to say it, I forget it, but it's, um, <laughs> it's so funny because I have it everywhere, but it's love her, but leave her wild. Wait, I always have to like write it to myself because I just get confused, but it's love, love her, but leave her wild. Oh God. Yeah. Love her, but leave her wild. And, you know, and I, I haven't known you that long, but in the couple of years that I've known you, it's like every time I meet up with you, you are glowing. You are just radiating this inner peace, this inner energy. And I'm proud of you for achieving it because I know that it's, you know, it came at no small cost. So now you're starting your own business. And that is literally something that was born out of total uncertainty. I'm sure you never saw yourself mm -hmm. doing this. And you didn't have the confidence in yourself yeah. for a while to do this. So what was that process like? I will tell you that I think this all, I've had it for a, a long time, right? That I wanted to do something like this. Besides that I do the consulting in the businesses, I wanted to reach out to more people. And I was scared to put myself out there. And last year around this time, I went to an event. And it was one of uh, this coach that I have. She does a very small event. And it's like maybe 10, 12 business women that go to this event. It's all women. And we um, we mastermind. And I shared with them what I wanted to do. I said, I want to get my message. I didn't only want to like teach uh, uh, business owners and small business owners, but I also wanted to empower women at the same time and kind of like coach women in business. And when I, I I told them about it and we all masterminded, like I was they came back to me with ideas and I was like, oh yeah, I can do it. But I still didn't get it inside of me, right? Then like two months later, COVID hits and I start brainstorming and I start looking into ideas and things. And I think that even if I said to myself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this until the moment that I didn't really actually brand myself. I remember the, the first post that I started putting on like Instagram, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing this. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. And then I launched my website. I was like, oh my God, I did it. It was like bits and pieces and little steps. I feel definitely more confident now and I feel so much better. However, you know, it's those little steps that you take that get you to that place. It just doesn't happen from one day to another. It's, working on yourself daily, daily working on yourself. And like um, Sabrina had question uh, asked before about the self-development. I mean, there's a lot of ways to work on yourself, right? And for everybody it's different. Like for me, it could be journaling and reading a book or listening to a podcast. And all of those things, like you listen to other people's stories as well. And you're like, wow, they went through that. I can do it as well. So those little steps that you take to get to that point 
and feel better about yourself and feel more confident. Like I'm definitely comfortable in my own skin now. You know, as you look back, um, I think, like you said, with no ill intention of the people around us or anything, often we don't realize that we start to live a life that others have set in place for us, right? And we forget to check in. Um, and I'm sure like while this journey for you officially started six years ago, it's probably that feeling that you were like, I'm done with this feeling was probably going on for 10 or 15 years ago, right? So what would you tell Maciel 10 years ago? Like maybe when it was just starting to really feel like there's something, you know, like you weren't fully sure, but it was more hazy in, in the way that you were feeling. You have it in within within you. You, you have what you need. That's one of like my mantras for myself now. So I, I always tell myself, you have what you need within you. You just need to get it out and kind of like um, nurture it. So I would tell myself you have it because I had a lot of insecurities and a lot of doubts, right? And I would tell myself that you have it within you. You can do it. You can get out there and you can do what you want on your own. Of course, with the support of everyone else, because everything that we do, there's always a small tribe or support from family and so forth and so on. You know, you you don't just build on your own, but you have to have that security within you to be able to move forward. Yeah, I'm always surprised at whenever I'm gonna do something new, how much I think more about what people will say. And what I'm always surprised at about is how much support I actually get and how many people are actually cheering me on. Mm -hmm. So I can relate to that. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, those, just that little small amount of people that are cheering you on and are supporting you, that's enough to, you know, fire you up and, and get forward. I love it, Masir. So you, to sum it up for me, I, I just hear you say that you decided to be brave just one day at a time. Yeah when it came to changing your life and launching your own business. Mm -hmm. For sure. I it, I had to, it's like kind of like lighting a fire inside of you and, and making that decision. So tell us about, because I know that your personal growth journey is not over just because you launched a business, right? Oh, no. So tell us what's coming. Um, tell us a little bit about like the mission of your business and, and what you're excited for the next, you know, you're in the phase, right? I don't even Yeah, think I'm in the phase. Topic. I'm in the phase of creating a course. And in the course, I am going to um, train and coach on QuickBooks, which is mainly the software that I am uh, using right now. And within that, I also want to create a community of women in finance to empower them and to collaborate with each other, help each other out to go through that journey. Because I realized while I not only was, when I had um, my team at, when I was building my business at the same time, when I was training business owners, I usually train their staff. And a lot of the women don't have the resources, don't have um, a mentor or a coach to kind of like help them 
to the next step. And I realized that they really, it's really needed out there. And I really, that's like, for me, that's like the, the biggest um, step when I get to that point, because I'm kind of building the course to then build the community right after that. And I really, I really want to empower them. I want to empower women and in that um, community in finance. And that is so important because we hear maybe not so much our mother's generation, because I know that my mother was very involved in finances with my father. And I know Sabrina, yours was too. But I think probably our grandmas had no idea about what was going on with any money moving around the household or any businesses. And I'm proud that so many Latinas nowadays want to take that interest. So I think that what you're doing is super important. And it's actually going to be the theme for March in our Dream Lab Collective. Awesome. Yeah, which means now we know who to, who's going to come in and get a little preview of what that could look like. Because I, um, so there's like finance and there's business and there's numbers, but mm -hmm. regardless of how we're all you know, involved or not involved or exploring new ways of income and prosperity and so forth, I still find either myself or I hear other people going, well, you know, I'm actually not that good with money and I'm not that good with numbers. Uh, and it's really, you know, like anything, right? It takes, you know, a skill you have to develop, learning you have to do, you have to stay on top of it and you have to have the confidence, right? To tackle something like that. I want to share this since you said that, Sabrina, um, that one of the things that I had a struggle with, I'm a very like in general, like creative person. Um, I love to when I'm going to do something, even if it's like if there's a little party at my house. I like details and I like to like get all involved. So when it came to this type of business, when I decided to go out and do it, I felt in a way it was a little boring and I wasn't sure if I was gonna really kind of like launch it like this. And when I started going to businesses and seeing the need that there was, I that really fired me up in the sense I would come into stores that they had no idea what then their profit was and what was going on. And me just a little, the little value that I gave them, because I know you, I teach them in steps, right? So the first day, just like that first consultation and by listening to them, I was just like in awe. Like it came so easy to me. I said, I can really help so many people and serve them. And then I started to get like fired up about it. It wasn't in the beginning. I felt like, oh, it's kind of boring finance and people don't really want to do that work. And I want to do something more creative, more fun. And so then I kind of, I think that's where the whole, like when I decided to launch the, your CFO on the go, that kind of lit me up where it became more creative and putting it all together and being able to serve and give value to at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I think what's, what's interesting about that is that I, um, you know, Audrey and I work with, with women and when I'm starting sometimes conversations around um, coaching them on their business, my first question to even build a strategy of growth comes around numbers, right? What's your PL mm -hmm. or what's, you know, what's your price margin? What's your pricing strategy? And I am sometimes, you know, that's those are not answers that people always have. Yeah. 
And it's important. If you have a business, you have to know your pricing strategy, you have to know your PL, and you have to have projections. So we're gonna make sure to link Maciel's information in the in the show notes for sure. So that you guys can all get hooked up with the information you need. Thank you. So I feel we, like this was a very mellow podcast. Today. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a mellow podcast. Um, but I I I don't know. It's also your energy, which I love because I'm yes. a pretty mellow person. And yes. well, uh, I'm mellow now. I can be a little, you know, have that energy, just those moments. It's funny because, or maybe I was just, I just saw a friend and the movement piece that you talked about, you know, oh, when you're tuned with yourself. I, um, I know I have that in me. And so I was just telling a friend, I was like, you know, I'm not really the life of the party. She goes, well, sometimes you are. And she gave me a couple of scenarios. I'm like, yeah, but that's not always. And that's mm-hmm. not with everyone, you know? So it's a, like you said, it's about getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. And feeling safe. And feeling safe in those situations. So thank you for sharing that. Um, So I know you gave us your favorite quote, but um, we always like to end the podcast with what's what's your motto right now? Like, what are you living by? Or what's your affirmation of the week that's getting you through? Oh, well, sorry. Besides that I have it within me, that's one of my biggest ones, is honestly like living in gratitude. Like for me, that's like very big. Um, I think one of the things that really got me through everything was realizing what I had accomplished and the gratitude for what I had done and where I was. And because of that, I am where I am. So that's for me just that, that inner peace, having gratitude for, and I'm not saying gratitude, oh, I got up today. That's, yeah, but it's just what we cultivate and what we do and what we get out of it. That's meaningful for me. Like, well, I built this business and I be, I learned how to become a businesswoman throughout that. Does that make sense? Like just that, that piece of, wow, this is where I am. I am so grateful for this where I am and what I've done and what I I'm proud of myself, honestly, to where I am right now. So that's for me, that's very big, just the gratitude in itself. Thank you so much. Um, It's been a pleasure to have you. And I think sharing your message is very important. Thank you. Thank you for having me, ladies. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I love doing this podcast. <laughs> I do too. And it just, it, it, it's so important to hear her story because so many times, so many women are scared to start over, scared to embrace something new and living with that uncomfortable feeling for so long, just because you're scared, just because you're scared of what other people will do or think. And, and like you said earlier, it's just like, if you just take that step, you'll realize you'll have more support than you ever imagined you did. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do because we are brought up at some point we stop checking in with what we want and we don't even realize it. And we start living by other people's timelines and what other people's desires for us is or what's best for us. And before you know it, you know, yes, it's a good life, but we're living a life that we 
didn't even know, you know, how, how we got here, right? Like there's moments where you've gotten to places, if you're ever driving and not paying attention, you're like, mm -hmm. how did I get here? Because <laughs> you're not yeah. a pilot, you know, you're not a pilot. Yeah, you start off very intentionally and somewhere along the way, you just kept doing what everybody else thought you should be doing and lost sight of yourself. And it's, you know, like she did, small little brave steps every day. Yeah. What I really like is that she let go of the timeline. I just turned 40 and I'm excited about being 40. I let go of my timeline, I think, um, maybe around 32, 33, I let go of my timeline. It was, it was choking me, like literally choking me. And then you let go of your timeline. And also I'm sure like three years ago, you wouldn't even imagine we'd be doing this today. No. And that's what happens when you don't feel confined by those things. There's room for, to think about what you want. Um, and so I like that because so many times, somehow we get to an age and we're like, oh, but I can't do this or I can't learn something new or this is just what I've always known. And we are beings that have the brilliance to be able to learn new things at any moment, as long as we make the decision. And this, this podcast came at the perfect time because that's what we're talking about in February um, in our Dream Lab Collective community, which is really starting to ask the hard questions that make you dig deep into discovering the life that you want, so. And that gratitude piece, because when you really do live in gratitude, your frequency, your vibration just increases and you will attract those things into your life that you want that are meant to be yours. Like again, with Maciel and your CFO on the go. Yes, and you guys can catch her at US, your CFO on the go. Make sure you check the show notes in and the platform that you listen to the podcast. We're, we'll make sure to link her there. She puts up amazing, not only financial information, but affirmations. She posted something that gave you where to put in, what your income goal is, what your investment goal is. I printed it, I wrote it, <laughs> and I put it up on my wall. So I was excited to see that. For sure. So thank you all for tuning in once again. Um, you can always catch Audrey and I here every Friday and make sure that you log on to the dreamlab.info and check out our personal development community. And the community is just a place where we really help you achieve the mindset and start to develop the habits to achieve those dreams that are dig deep, deep, deep into your heart. Yeah, we want to be your friend. <laughs> we do. Thank you. Bye. Bye.